You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. We got two bags of Cheetos, two bags of goldfish, and four bags of gummies. We ready for a I think he's about out of you know, goldfish and gummies. I'm telling you what. <laughs> what about your week, man? How did it go? It was long. Yeah? It worked a lot. Like, I don't know, it was a blur, really. Yeah, I've been having those days. We're getting ready to do the rest of the uh, remodel, and I'm making sure that I'm having all the screws and the boards and everything calculated. But now, like, I'm the type of person, like, I'm stuck on the backyard. Even though my kitchen and my room is not perfect, somehow I want an oasis out there. And, like, I can't stop Googling it. I can't stop outside measuring the yard. And it's like, let's get the house done first. I've noticed that about you. You know? You are extremely, ooh, something shiny. Ooh, something shiny. Yeah, <laughs> like, let me get this done. A lot of things get your attention, and then you try to put it all on your plate. Yeah. And it overwhelms you. And I hope you see that, because yeah. you can save yourself a lot of stress just by, you know, all right, I'm going gonna, gonna to knock this out, and then I'm going to worry about this. Yeah. yeah. Well, the plan is to get the studio done, mm-hmm. come down the stairs, mm-hmm. go to the master bedroom, master bathroom, to the kitchen, to the vinyl siding, to the backyard. Yeah, but have you, you got, know, have you got like a list in yeah, order? Yeah, okay. and and like I've got a laminated. I mean, yeah. I, I knocked it out of the park. Mm. Like this house comes with a book mm-hmm. of before and after instruction manual. Yeah, like it's gonna be a whole Bible. Yeah. you know, well, history. Anyways. It's got history. Oh, right. Yeah. It does. So, first off, before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to my sister, Caden who just completed her high school career. And also, congratulations to all of the class of 2023, wherever you are. And if you're not one of the kids that got scholarships and perfect attendance in high school, which that has to be very hard, shout out to you too. Because Mm. I was a basic dude. Like, I had the robe, and that was it. What about you? Let me guess. You had honors. Hmm... I mean, I had I had some extra stuff. I was like the funniest, or like your wife said, the person to crack a joke in the most awkward situation. <laughs> Actually, award. I won my senior year. Those are what are those called? Uh, I don't know. That's got a name. It's only been twenty years since I've done it. <laughs> They're called. Uh, man, I'll think of it before this you know episode's over, but. Uh, I won most likely to succeed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and they did not. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in each category, they had a you know, male winner and a female winner. Those things winner. are never right. Well, the female was right. What did she turn out to be? A She's doctor? a doctor, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm, saving lives. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, but the, here's the thing, though. Like, in my class, and I went to... Yeah, this is not a local podcast by any means, but for the most, I mean, we have a lot of local people that listen. Yeah. 
I went to Monroe County High School in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Tompkinsville, Kentucky. Like, the whole county has, like, 12,000 people who live there, right? My graduating class had 128 people. That's it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's I know. Like you, I mean, you went to Barron County. Barron County yeah, has like a huge, yeah, yeah, huge classes. But in Monroe County, what blows my mind, of those 128, um, we probably have... A hundred left. Is that a lot that's already passed? Oh wow! Yeah, and which is awful. But um, well, I mean, you're in the senior citizens' age, right? Just about. Okay. I mean, we're all turning forty this year. Yeah. Uh, but of that class, we have probably fifteen people who are doctors or you know PhDs, like you know medical doctors. A pharmacist, wow. a, a physical therapist, a, a PhD, like you know, professor at a university. That's a lot. That's a lot out of one class. <laughs> you know, I, I I have a theory. Now, some people know it's just like any other town. You mm. got your bad spots in Tville, like oh, yeah. you do in Cape City and everywhere else. Yeah. Do you think that it's because most of the people that are in Monroe County was part of that generation? That when they started something, they finished it, and they never really left town until they felt confident enough to do so. All them folks left at the same time. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, a lot of them, I don't, I don't know if all of them you know, left at the same time, but like they all went to college at the same time. As soon as we got out of school, they all went. Some of them, I'm sure, you know, uh, commuted from home yeah. to Western initially then went to graduate school you know elsewhere medical school but it's a uh, i don't know i think i'm a firm believer in whatever your environment is that's what you're going to be you know yeah. it's hard to make it out of your you know <clears throat> where you're at it's who you surround yourself with you're only as good as your worst associate you know what i'm saying yeah just like a place of employment like a restaurant is only as good as their worst employee because their worst employee is going to bring it all the way down if they're real bad if their worst employee is good it's going to be a good place you know yeah yeah but all it takes is that one person well and i mean like the situation i'm dealing with now kind of you can be raised in a home where your parents didn't teach you nothing, and you come out of that in two ways. You're either just like them, right, or you're going to go above and beyond yeah. to be more. It all depends on, on, yeah, on the individual. It's, it's never half and half, no. if you've noticed. No. It's all the way or the yeah. other way. You know? I should have watched my parents closer. Like, I've not done bad by any means, but I've not done great. I've, I've not done as good as I could have. Because I have a college degree, and I have all this education and all this opportunity. And, of course, I had to I had to pay for all that opportunity because, it's, I mean, I didn't get scholarships. I got a couple small ones, but they were gone quick. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get to touch it. It was actually it just, you know, went to school. That's it. Right, right. Um, but <clears throat> I should have watched my parents because they never bought anything they couldn't. You know, for sure, afford. And, you know, they never got anything for themselves. 
they were so selfless if we needed it we got it you know me and my brother we got everything we could ever need and some of what we wanted but just enough of what we wanted to keep us happy and satisfied it was you know like i know people that i went to school with like some of them were spoiled kids you know they had rich parents yeah and they got everything they ever wanted they got you know, a nice you know, Chevy you know, Z71 truck when they got their license. They got all this, you know, Tommy Hilfiger you know, shirts, you know, Polo Ralph Lauren, all these expensive clothes that they were wearing. And I always wanted that. I always wanted it. But instead, my first car was a 1986 Dodge 600, which only made one year. Um, but <clears throat> my mom and dad had actually bought that car brand new. Yeah. From a dealership in Louisville in 1986. And I got my license in 1999. And that's when I started driving. And it was 13 years old. So, I mean, my car was almost able to drive when I started driving. So (laughs) it just had three more years till it it was old enough to get his license. But, I mean, we had everything we needed. Was it the top quality? Was it the top brand? No, by no means. But, they knew exactly what they were able to pull off and they did it yeah and they maintained a household that allowed us to grow up in a good way you know like it's right. not like we were asking for food that and when i was little from my understanding there were weeks we had we had issues eating oh yeah because my mom I mean, she was working, but it was mostly just for the insurance. And my dad was working all the time. That's why on the side, we raised uh, tobacco. And what we made from tobacco paid for Christmas and paid for sports. Like extracurricular stuff for us. That's like my mom. She's the only person I know that can make $10 last all week. Yeah, and my mom mom would do that too. It's like... I, I can't imagine that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I had somebody message us on the uh, Facebook and ask if we were going to touch on this topic. So, I'm going to briefly say something about it. Have you heard the situation going on with Jimmy Allen? I heard something about it, yeah. Well, supposedly he issued a public apology to his wife. Uh, on Thursday, one week after he was accused of sexual assault, false imprisonment, and sex trafficking by his former day-to-day manager. Now, as you go down through here, there's a lot of it, really. But he basically, she claims that she was a virgin until this happened. Mm. And that she had reported some of the abuse to her boss, and they just kind of shook it off. And it went on and on and on. Well, as you read through the story, he basically blames himself and the music industry that he was not strong enough to withstand the stuff that is put in front of him. Right. I don't know. Well. But I'll tell you one thing. It's a shocker because he always seemed... Yeah, he you always, know, like a dude that had it together. He slept in his car for six years right, in Nashville trying right. to make it. I mean, and, it, it could be part of it. Yeah, it, I he mean, could have been like, you know what? This is 
this is the spoils of you know, being a star. Yeah. So he didn't deny no. that he cheated on his wife, but he, he is, of course, denying that he raped his day-to-day manager. Yeah. But. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the situation. It's kind of hard to even say anything about something that you don't really know about. Because um, it's just, you know, he said, she said. And it's kind of interesting, the whole false imprisonment. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because that's. I mean, that would, that would almost be kidnapping, but not exactly. Um, yeah. It's a I, big deal. Prayers go out to that family because his yeah. wife, they do have children together, mm-hmm. and she's expecting a child right now. Yeah, to so his that, old manager and to Jimmy Allen and his family. Yeah. I mean, that would have to be just mind-blowing. And they've pulled him from the CMAs. I've seen that. His record label and booking agent suspended his him. contract. Yeah. But, you know, they did the same thing with Morgan. Yeah. Until the dust settled. Yeah. You know. Um, it's just a bad deal. I do like that he came out and manned up, owned up. Yeah. Now, if if it comes out in the watch that he actually did, you know, sexually assault or, or you know, rape, I hate to say that word, but yeah. if he if it comes out later on that that you know, did happen, then I mean. I can understand why he hasn't said that and why he's denied it because that is not only a career ender, that is um, a freedom ender, you know. Oh, he's, yeah. He would be, yeah, he wouldn't have any freedom whatsoever at that point. Yeah. Um, As he shouldn't. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. You know? uh, it's just, I do commend him for making a statement accepting his his wrongdoing. Yeah. A lot of times now... Stars like uh, Morgan Wallen uh, will come out and not say anything. Or like, you know, when he you know, said the word that he shouldn't have said, that, uh, I mean, he owned up to it you know, pretty good too. Like, I appreciated yeah. the way he handled all that after a bit. Like, initially it was a little, uh, just, but... I mean, any situation like that is going to be like that. It's yeah, going like, to be very tricky. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you really can't say much. Yeah. Because what everything you say can and will be used against you. <laughs> Absolutely. It sure in the hell will. In the media and in the court of law. <clears throat> so, um, also, we have a very special guest that's going to be on the tail end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get started on that, I had a few things that I wanted to talk about. Mr. Jason Aldean has released his seventh song in the title that has the word town in yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty wild. And, like, does he think that we don't know that? Or does he, is this something that he's... <laughs> I think I he mean, just, like, how does he nobody write, in his He doesn't team, write any music. Yeah, I know, but, like, how does nobody in their team be like, hey, we got town in this and too? They're all about the same thing, so yeah. I mean, just well, matter what they name it. We're going to spin this one. I want to see what you okay. think of it. This is called Try That in a Small Town. To try that in the studio. Yeah, we're going to have to try that again. <laughs>
somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long For you to find out, I recommend you don't Try that in a small town I mean, I like it. Yeah, there's a lot of truth in that. You know, and I really feel like, uh, you know, his new wife, she is very uh, Republican. And a couple times she's caught herself in the news over remarks. And to be honest, this is the first time that he's kind of used songs like that. Yeah. You know, that's like talking about the flag and stuff. And I mean, I like it. it is what it is, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of truth in the lyrics because it is different in a small town, you know? Yeah. We kind of, I think everybody from a small town kind of has a chip on their shoulder. And yes. they feel like that, you know, people are going to you know, try to take advantage of the small town setting and they're going to try to pull off some they things do. that, yeah. Yeah. And that's. You really can't. You can't do that because no. we. I mean, we have to take up for ourselves and each other. It's kind of yeah. But have, so I mean, I understand it. Like have, the lyrics are good. Have you heard Johnny Cash's version of "God's Gonna Cut You Down"? Yeah, it's a great song. Okay, so here it is for anybody that hasn't heard mm-hmm. this version. Well, you know Johnny. The, uh, well. can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Okay, so we've all heard that version, you know, which is by far, you know, when you think about somebody who could cover a Johnny Cash song, I don't really think that there's nobody that could yeah yeah I, but maybe although maybe yeah but maybe you know Josh, yeah quimby i would love to see um oh his name just chris stapleton i, I know Man. he's not gonna sound deep on it he he's not cover anything. but that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like that would be the only one that i would be curious about covering it uh, but anyways this is what kind of irks me is bz that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> releases this cover yeah, and i want you to give you your play, honest opinion uh, yeah before you hit play the video <clears throat> on that song for johnny cash yes awesome oh you couldn't have got a better video. he had stars from all walks of life yes he had flea he had kanye west he had, Kid rock <laughs> yeah i Metallica. mean all those people yeah. it just it was awesome john rich mm, i mean like, all of them yeah all right so bailey releases <laughs> God's going to cut you I've not heard this yet. So. All right, here we go.
Gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been whipped with the midnight dew. And I've been down on a bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. And he spoke to me in a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of an angel's feet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, John, go do my will. Go ahead. I mean, you you can't say that don't sound good. I mean, it, it sounds good. It's he basically did what Chris Stapleton did to Tennessee whiskey. He rearranged it and fixed it. I mean, he rearranged it a little bit. It wasn't like a huge change, um, but well, Chris Stapleton to Tennessee whiskey, he took the song. Yeah. Like now, it's his song. Yeah. Bailey didn't do that. No, it's basically the same song. It just did. But a what cover. kills me is like on those most of his notes. It sounds like he's like yodeling or like a goat or something. I don't know. But the you comments, like the comments are tons of people who say that this is just so amazing, and Johnny Cash will be so proud of you. Well, folks, this is what I have for you. I got some horse-drawn <laughs> Just give me a call if you think that that is good music. I got some oceanfront property for you. You're biased right now. You're only no. saying that because you're biased. It wasn't bad. I, is it the best version? No. I would have rather him covered anybody else but Johnny Cash. Like, what are they thinking? He's not even close to towing the line for Johnny he, Cash. Well, he's not close to towing any line at all. But. He's an accidental country oh, singer. You've seen goodness. the clip. Okay. What? Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to move on like, to somebody that we have not talked about on the show that much. Right. It is Ernest. He released a song this week that I actually like. I like it better than I do the flower song that him and Morgan done. This is called Takes After You. By the way, his little boy looks just like him. I'm a wild child, definition of a can't tell me nothing, won't listen. You're an angel, great perfect. Don't know how you thought I was worth it. But before too long, one and one made three. And I'm scared to death because he looks like me. And I pray to God that apple falls a little further from this tree. Close to that 
That is a solid song. It's a good song. You know? And honestly, my personal opinion of Ernest, I like him a whole lot better than I do Hardy. And I, I, oh, kind, I yeah. mean, you kind of group them together because long. they're all in a, just a group of friends. Like, yeah. we're like a, three best friends. Like, yeah. anybody can have. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, and, and they always got each other's back. Yeah. And I you like that. I, mean? I respect that. Yeah. Like, more than Because in a real world, you wouldn't put Ernest on these big tours because he's so new. Yeah. I mean, he's a he wrote "Son of a Singer" or "Son of a Sinner." Yeah, he's got a lot of really good song cuts out there. Yeah, he's a but, good songwriter for sure. You know, him having that relationship has really helped out. Yeah, a lot. Oh yeah, a relationship's worth more than talent. Anything. Yeah, more than talent. Yeah, you know. But out of the two, yes, I do. I like Ernest a lot better, and I feel like Ernest would be more down to earth. He seems like it. And I wish Hardy would just go back to writing well, songs. I actually think Hardy's probably, you know, down to earth. I think he's just, I don't know if he's trying to pander to that demographic of, you know, people who, you know, like the wilder guy, you know. Yeah, he is be. a little husky. Yeah. He's not, he's not like Morgan. Like, he's not. Neither's Ernest. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Ernest's not either. It's, but it's. I mean, they don't have that look. You know, Ernest looks more like just a regular dude. Oh, yeah. Hardy looks like he's he's got a wild streak in him, you know. Kind of like an alternative yeah, yeah. to an extent. And, I mean, that fits him perfect. Like, that title, Alternative, fits him perfect because he doesn't really write straight country songs. Like, there's a little rock flair. There's, you know, 808 drum. There's all kinds of beat tracks you know it's it's yeah. like but i mean you can like it or lump it but a lot of people like it oh yeah and i mean it sells there's always going to be a market for somebody who's a little different somebody who's not exactly the you know a country mold yeah so i mean i'm good with it you know what when we go to the cmt or to the cma fest mm -hmm. I want this to go viral. I want to arm wrestle Bailey Zimmerman. <laughs> I want to just arm wrestle him. And if he beats me, I will never say another bad word about him. Okay, let's set this up, Bailey. Let's do this. <laughs> because, like, for real. All right? I'm That's challenging great. you. I'm calling you out. Bailey Zimmerman. The CMA Fest. Hey, all it's going to take is two seconds. What about... A little arm wrestling match. What about a nice you know, round or two of uh, tonsil hockey? You want to you wanna no. challenge him with that? <laughs> you got it on your mind way too much. Uh, no, what? Kissing? I don't, that's the Other first thing men? I've ever said about kissing. Yeah. I yeah. just see the way you, you look at him, and I, do, I know that... You don't ever have to worry about hearing that from me, for sure. I just know how you look at him, that's all. No, I know how I look at him, too. It's very clear. But you've seen the clip. Like, yeah, I did. I will ha this is the only time that I will give him a little bit of credit. At least he was fucking honest mm -hmm. about being a, a know, country singer. I was wondering if you had forgot that word, because it took a couple episodes. Well, I'm just saying... You know how heated you got last week. Yeah. That's how I am 24-7 about country music. And at least he owned up to the fact 
I didn't grow up listening to George yeah. Jones, right. and uh, I've always, you know, and, and it may piss me off a little bit more yeah. because that's all I did think about, yeah. and then like I tried to make it and didn't, yeah. and he fell plumb in it head first. Yeah. You know, so it could be a little bit of that. A little animosity. There. Yeah, maybe like 2%. <laughs> but the rest is Probably all more than that. that he doesn't have any talent. He's not that so, bad. Yeah, well. He's got more talent than Cole Swindell. Name somebody who's worse. Cole Swindell. Oh, come on. He's not that bad. He's he's worse than Bailey Zimmerman. I tell you what, we're getting a lot of people agreeing with us over that last episode. Well, I mean, that... that I'll... It and still I, doesn't make sense. It does. It doesn't. And but I, I hate. Like it's not my goal in life to bring anybody down. I right. don't want to do that. I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody. But when somebody gets an award that they don't deserve, and I know honestly, awards. What do they mean? Nothing. Not a thing. Not a. People thing. will forget next year that he yeah. won it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they will. I won't, but yeah. I mean, I see what you mean. And, and like, this it could show, be anybody else. It could have been anybody else. Yeah. And I would be like that. I wouldn't be able to remember who won last year. Yeah. But just because, and honestly, the first time I heard him, I wasn't even listening to country at the time. Like hardly. Like I just so happened to catch him on Good Morning America. Oh, he was live. He was playing. It's been years ago. Was it about the nine eleven? No. Okay. Because it, it was like he had just came out with a song because he'd been on you know, a, a tour with Luke Bryan as his merch salesman. Yeah, that's how he started. Yeah, and he he was writing songs, and Luke yeah you know, gave him a shot. Right. And now he's what he is. But it was right after he started his career. It was right after Luke said, okay, here you go, buddy. Try it. And he had a song. I don't remember the song that came yeah, out. It was like his first one. Jeep. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't I know. I have no idea. But about. he gets on Good Morning America. And he starts singing. And I'm sitting there. I don't remember where I was at. But I was like, this, this, is, this you know, can't be real. Like. He can't be big in country music. And then I, I kind of I did a little research, and I was, okay, so he's not big yet. He's just now really starting out on his own. But this is the guy they have on Good Morning America to represent country music, and he represented it so terribly bad because it is live, and it wasn't a track. It was him singing. And I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not a great singer, but I could sing so much better than that. Have you heard him do You Should Be Here? From a studio? Anybody can sound good. Well, yeah. Like, I think that's his best song of all of them. And with the show... I know the song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and like with this show, it's not designed to put shade on people. It's just no. to be raw and real. We just and so happen our, to have... Yeah. I have one person that I, I just don't feel like has the talent yeah, me to too. sing. Me too. And you have one as well. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like they downgraded the award. Like, how... It took a little luster any, from it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, because... But the other four songs in each of the categories 
Yeah, I deserved it a lot more than that one. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> like, in every sense of the imagination. Like, if anything, it should have won back in 1996 when it came out the first time. <laughs> you know, And she should have got what she deserved. Yeah, she should have got something for Women it, you know? should be pissed over it. Hey, well, she should be for sure. I'm sure she is, but she's probably getting a little you know, money oh, on it yeah. now. So she might yeah. be a little happy about it because she didn't really get you know, stack a bunch of cash like some of them did back in the day, especially because she's a woman and a woman in country music in the 90s basically got trampled over. Yeah. Because... The record labels thought, oh, you know, they know without us, they're not going to do anything. Absolutely. So if we make them sign this deal that is maybe a 95-5 or a 90-10 or a 75-25 at the most, yeah, where they get 25% of what they make off the, well, like the artist you, gets you that. you heard the... Jelly Roll yeah. Joe Rogan. He explained it all, yeah. I mean, good Lord. I mean, like, I'm going to take 15 cents of the dollar, yeah. and then the other 50 cents we're going to put towards what you owe. Yep. So you walk out of there with nothing. Yep. I really wish I knew the artist that he's talking about when he's like, I know an artist right now. Who doesn't own their name. Doesn't own nothing. And it was the name that their parents gave them when they were born. I wonder and who the it record is. owns them. Who could I'm it sure be? it'd be it'd be easy to. We know it's not Jason Aldean. We know it's not him. Well, I mean, you don't know that. Well, he's got a bar, and it could be the records bar. It is somebody that has a bar. We do know that. Yeah. Because he said that. I think that it, it may be change. him. I mean, I don't know though. He seems like that type, but then again, he did sell off a lot of his catalog for a. A truckload of money. Yeah, you know, there's no telling how much he pays in child support. You yeah. know, a lot less than Nick Cannon. You know, isn't he with like 13 <laughs> women? He's got. I, I know he's got 12 kids. That. He's got that 12 kids, in, and like all of them are drop dead. Oh yeah, gorgeous smoke shows. None of them that you'd kick out of the bed for eating crackers. Mm -mm. You know, none of them. Wow, it's uh. It, well, you know, wild. we never did find out who the artist is that's having a sex change. According to the DJs in Tennessee, they made this claim that there's one artist that is going to be a full-blown opposite sex, and they won't say who it is. And I figured that would have come out by now. Like a, a country artist? or Yeah, it was two DJs. We, we talked about it months ago. But, like, they're on TikTok from their radio show, and there's, like, we know an artist right now who is changing sex completely. It's a massive star. But a lot of DJs claim artists are massive stars that are yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, if you think of a ma massive star, I think of, like, Carrie Underwood, Chris Stapleton, yeah, yeah, Jason yeah. Aldean, Alan Jackson. Anybody you who know? you could put on well red rocks you could you know have them perform at red rocks for three nights in a row and it sell out in yeah. seconds that's a massive star well there was another artist co wetzel who last weekend had to postpone his concerts due to his vocal cords yeah and like this is happening more than it ever happened back in the 90s i yeah, mean you, you see it did happen to travis tritt 
Because he almost lost his whole deal over Yeah. It. He, uh, you know, Cole Wetzel, he had to, you know, cancel, well, you know, <clears throat> postpone a few shows. He's already rescheduled them. It's just for it a little while. It was very quick. Just for a yeah. little while, yeah. It was quick. But he did it the way you should. He got oh, yeah. on, he, he's, he's like, look, this is what's going on, and this is what I'm doing. I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but I hope you understand that I have to do this because otherwise I'm not going to be able to, to, you know, like to make it. Right. And he screams when he sings because he's a rock. He's a rock Which star. He's sense. not really a country singer, but yeah, he's he does a little between, country. Yeah. You know, he uh, is. There was, oh, Parker McComb. He released a new album that we're going to have to cover eventually. I've listened to a couple of them so far. They're not bad. Did you know John Party is the new member of the Grand Ole Opry? Yeah, I've he seen that. He is the first inductee that is a native of California. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's Isn't that weird. cool? Yeah. I assume somebody else would Guess be Guess who there. invited him? Oh. Mr. Alan Jackson. Well, there from you his know. backyard. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> on a video yeah. screen. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. what? I feel like I did see that. Yeah. Um, what was it? And John Party, like I said, I think he's country. He's cornbread. I think he's yeah. an awesome artist. I haven't... I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. I think he's an awesome artist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, so, I'm not... He puts out a style of song that... It is his own style, yeah, for sure. And I'm not a huge fan of it. But he is country. Yeah. He is country. I mean, I could listen to him all day long. But, like, my daughter, this was the last week taking her to school. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. I got a freshman. She went through a lot last year. Yeah. She changed schools, had a stye in her eye, trying to meet new friends, battling yeah. COVID. She don't have all the resources that girls should have. Mm. But, anyways, she pulled it off. Yeah. So, hats off to her. But. Yeah. She's like, can we listen to anything besides Zach Bryan? And I was like, I thought you were a fan. I thought we were going to give $600 for tickets. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but like we've heard it over and over and over for five days straight. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he does kind of put you in a mood. Yeah. You know. He does. It's good. I mean. But I mean, great, we could be listening songs. to worst artists. Oh, for sure. You know. So I remember what it was. Did you see Coulter Walls releasing his new album is it june 14th or july 14th but he's already released a couple songs off of it um, i have not yeah, we'll I'm have to check it out we're gonna review it yeah when it comes for sure out. Yeah. i can't believe he's turned down joe rogan yeah, he doesn't do podcasts no but he's you, done one but he doesn't do anymore i can't wait for zach to appear on the show because i felt like when they met up at the concert that yeah. they had to have worked something out. And he pulled Joe on stage and that, yeah. tried to get him to sing. Yeah. <laughs> so but, no. like, Jelly Roll was such a fangirl. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in a good way. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? He kept it going. He did. He was, it was a good interview with him. And, and there was no, dude, <laughs> listen, dude. Bro. He wasn't trying to be too cool. Yeah, bro. Because, I mean, I mean Jelly Roll bro. is cool. That's yeah. I mean, he's just, he's him. And he's already been through so much, he doesn't have to change his persona just well, to try to fit in. I, I think that's why he does fit in is because, like, he's so honest with these artists. Like, fuck, man, I listen to you forever. And it's just cool, man. You want to yep. smoke a joint? Because mm -hmm. I've been a friend forever. Yep. And then it just turns into something. You know? I think that'll be his greatest talent 
is he is a people person. You know? Yeah. I hope he don't lose weight, and I hope he keeps I releasing hope he does music, for his man. own health. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it would kind of be weird to call him Jelly Roll if he was I don't skinny. want him to do it because the, music the label him wants to. him to do it. Of course, his deal with the label is... It's got to be insane. <laughs> it's like un, yeah. uh, none other. See, we need to figure out how to make some of that YouTube money that everybody yeah. else is making. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Because uh, evidently it's insane. Well, it can be, man. You know? Mm-hmm. It can uh, be, but I mean, it depends. Which we're getting close. Once we have the studio ready, that, that's going to be a good start. We're cameras ready, yeah. which will make it easier. Yeah. And if I could teach you to do some type of fucking editing. <laughs> That's the third time you dropped the F-bomb already. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, it helped your brother out here. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I try to come you up know, with, but like, But one thing like that I, I do want to do is once we're up and going and I get my house done and I can focus more on this, I want to start writing, like, blogs of like my opinion on music on current events you know what i mean yeah like a little oh yeah thing. some kind of yeah just like a i don't know what you'd call it like a daily time we could even i mean i think we yeah talked about this before but we could you know put an advertisement out for like a college you know student yes like as an intern yes i thought you had do. us one no. Or your brother did, said, didn't he? No. He suggested it. He's the one who suggested it. Uh, it would be a good idea. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I looked up. Let's see. The country artists who do not own their own. No, that's not what that is. Man, I thought I found it. Well, um, yeah. Hmm. You you never did reply to the message that I sent you on May thirteenth. What was it? Well, I was just sitting around one night and I decided to say this: Are you sick and tired of country music becoming political, <laughs> over manufactured? We are the RCMA was created to simply do one thing to give recognition to real honest music this award show is for the road dogs the songwriters who do more than use common slangs for artists who respect the creativity of the ones who paved the way for them before the artists with true grit real heart and soul ladies and gentlemen this is the real country music awards yeah I did. I did see that, but it, I, don't, I think it was late when you sent it. If it was after nine thirty, I was in the bed. Eight twenty-five a.m. Uh, a.m. Yeah. Well, hey, I, you know when I'm working. It was on a Saturday too. I work every Saturday, oh. okay. so I cannot text. Well, you should have looked at the uh, bracket that I put in there. Well, which was. I did, and here's here is the only mistake I seen in the whole thing. The only mistake was the date. You can't set a date. I know. Don't say it. Don't because I mean honestly, it's if it was, if it is to you know happen in the future, it's probably not going to be till twenty twenty five at the earliest. Yeah, I because just it's figured, a lot to put together. Like my favorite 
thing that I created that's not at any other award show is best artist fan moment. Like, yeah. something cool that an artist did with a fan that's or cool, for yeah. a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would be something cool because I feel like sometimes as fans, you know, we're there to pave too, the way. Yeah. But, like, I feel like when an artist gets to a certain point, they expect the sold-out shows without any effort or any meet-and-greets, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with that 100%. I, I think it is important to get the fan involved. And also, the fans are basically what run the machine that is country Everything. music. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they buy the music. They buy the tickets to the concert. They you know, buy the merch. They do all that. They buy oceanfront property all day long. Yeah, yeah, you know? they do. Hundred percent. Um, let's see. I was gonna. I feel like I was gonna tell you something. I yeah, still trying to yeah find out the artist who doesn't yeah. own his name. But it popped in my head what it's called when you win like you know, class clam or oh, something. Yeah. It's a superlative. Yeah, I've never Those heard are that superlatives. word. Superlatives. Yep. Wow, that's a big word. I won. Let's see, my senior year, I won most likely to succeed. Boy, were they wrong. Um, my a couple other years, I won. Uh, best athlete in middle school, maybe. Um, and then in also in class clown, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Or well, best personality, maybe. It was always a big thing to get your yearbook signed back then. Yeah, yeah. That was, I don't that was know it. if they still do that I now. Don't but, know like, I would go out of the way to get, like, a pretty girl to sign it. <laughs> I hoping I could see she, that. like, put her number in there. But, like, it's a country star. You're trying to, hey, yeah. let me get a selfie with you. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm going to be famous. And if you want to put your number in there, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Huh. <laughs> like, when we went to school, a lot of people didn't have cell phones. No. I mean, yeah, I did. But I was hoping for their house phone. You know, <laughs> you know, I had a girl one time call my house and leave a shitty message on the answer machine. For what? So like my whole family heard it, you know, like it, was, it, it wasn't fantastic pretty back funny. then, yeah. but like, yeah, that was a, what'd you do moment. to her? It's one of those, he said, she said stories. Uh, okay. So I was dating two girls at the same time. Yeah, that's your fault. I know. Everything's your fault. I mean, Whatever you say from here is your fault. <laughs> you earned it. I wrote the same breakup letter, but I just changed the name at the top. And they got together. <laughs> Foolproof. They got together. <laughs> they got together and compared uh, them. Like, yeah, that was not a bright moment of me. <laughs> you copy and paste. It, but it wasn't that back then. I had to write it. Mm. <laughs> Twice. Like, oh, that sounded good. I'll just repeat that. I'll just copy that. Do, 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 do. It was. It stuff. was so so awkward. Oh, so awkward. Great. You know. Now, did your uh, wife? Did she go to Monroe County too? No. Where'd she go? She went to Metcalf County. Okay. Metcalf. Yep. Every she... girl I knew from there was crazy back then. Well, they still are. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, like so here's your certificate, <laughs> you know. So, anyways. yeah, they still are. Yeah. Um, are you gonna find it before the know, night's man. over? I like I've looked. I feel like I've had a few things. 
that pop up that says uh, Jason Aldean, and I've had Luke Bryan pop up. Um, but then with Luke Bryan, it says he started his own you know, record label, so that's yeah. it's not him. Yeah, it can't be him. Yeah. I but, mean, let's think here. Could it be Luke Bryan? Nah, he does he have a bar? He does. He's on every it's almost like he doesn't turn nothing down. Like yeah. he does everything that is asked of him almost. I we've not really talked about him a whole lot, but no. I hate his voice. Like I don't I like his story. <laughs> I like his story. Yeah. And he's really good to his fans. Yeah. You he know? seems like a legit good dude. Is he a country singer? No. Is he country? Yes. The way he dances and stuff on the stage is a little cringe, but uh, he sounds like uh, Kermit the Frog and Gomer Pyle had a love child, and yeah. that's what they would sound like. Yeah, um, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're gonna find the answer on the internet because it would already be out. But you know, Jelly Roll has said that more than once. He was on another he, podcast, yeah. podcast where he said the same thing. He was on Bustin' right. with the Boys. So you have John Rich's place. We know it's not John Rich. Yeah. We know it's not Jason Aldean. It could be. How Luke do you know Bryan. it's not Jason Aldean? I just don't think it is because is that if his, he, yeah, a God-given name. Is it no, Jason Aldean? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, like that. It, I think it's he, his middle name. Yeah, it? yeah, it's something like that. Dirk Bentley has music row, but Dirk Bentley's been at it since like 2002. I don't think it's him either. Yeah. I mean, what other bars are there? I don't know. We're going to find out. Yeah. When we go down there. We're going to do some research and see what we can find out. Did you know that uh, they're getting rid of the Wild Horse Saloon and it's now going to be Luke Combs' place? No, I didn't know Yeah, which is another iconic bar. I just hope they don't ever do anything to Tootsie's. Yeah. I really hope they don't. I don't know. I don't know how. It's not Kid Rock. Right. He's too much of a badass. I feel like, I don't know, Jelly Roll was talking about he's going to, you know, he's inspired to open up a songwriting bar like the comedy mothership down in Austin that Joe opened up. And it's just going to be like a haven for songwriters to come out and try their songs out. It's going to have a green room because when you go to Bluebird, there is not. A green room there like you can go to a hair salon next door if they allow you to sit in there that's the only place you can go sit instead of you know having to sit out in the crowd so i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure as far as like all that goes but it would be cool if he was to open something like that up uh, it's yeah. just it's just a neat you know thought and that's something that i've thought about like I don't know. It like, you know, certain you know, businesses or like places, establishments that you could open that like fit what the need is. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, I would love for where we live around this area for them to have like a small stage somewhere. Just we do. For, huh? We got one. Where? 
right down here at uh, the dive they built onto the parking lot. It's a really nice stage. Now I don't know if it's open for I mean, open that's, mic nights that's, that's and like, songwriting, yeah, but tiny, tiny, tiny. I'm talking about like at least a thousand people. You oh, know, like a yeah, little amphitheater or something like that. Yeah, it's outside. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. It would, but well, I guess we're ready for our guest. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna bring him in. Uh, all right, sounds good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone with us right now, Mister Pat no, Polifrone. Am I saying your name right? Yeah, Pat Polifrone. Okay, just making sure. And he is with Miller Holler. Yeah. So I want to go ahead and claim the bragging rights because I come across the TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You did. And, and I'm going to say, I, the story captivated me from when you were on the reality show. Yeah, that was actually our most popular TikTok. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, and I see it's like over 27,000 likes, I think. Correct me yeah, if I'm wrong. I, yeah, and it just, it just went over 600,000 views, which for us, that's pretty good, man. Oh, yeah. We're, that is awesome. That would be huge for us. <laughs> yeah. That would be yeah, the biggest one for us. <laughs> we just learned how to use TikTok this year, so it's pretty fun. I still haven't learned how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just does the likes for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do the emails and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, I hear you, man. So, Miller Holler, how long have you guys been a band? So, uh, we got together in 2019, like into 2019, right before COVID. And, uh, COVID hit in March 2020, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget, it was March 15th. We were headed to our second gig ever at the Wild Horse Saloon, and, uh, you know, we'd all been been in bands before and played with each other before in different bands, and I was in a pretty successful band um, before Miller Holler that had just broken up at the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we started Miller Holler. On our way to our second gig, get a call from the Wild Horse uh, May 15th, 2020, never, or March 15th, never forget it. And they said, hey, we're shutting the city down for two weeks. And we were like, oh, shoot, man, what are we going to do for two weeks? Yeah. And uh, that turned into like 10 months. We didn't get back in there, I don't think, till October. You know, yeah. it, it was a it, it was a good while. Um, maybe not 10 months, seven months, something like that. But, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a struggle. So that was – that was definitely a hurdle to get over right at, right off the bat, you know. Yeah, right, joke. That's a pretty impressive, you know, second gig, you know. It is <laughs> the wild horse. Yeah, well, and we had uh, played there. I, I was in a duo called A Dare's Run, and that was, uh, you know, we had a lot of success. We started that project back in 2009 up in West Virginia. Uh, we were going to school at Marshall, and me and the lead singer got together and. <laughs> formed the band and and we toured all over the country man we got to go everywhere and it was awesome we really cut our teeth yeah. you know we were super green and and we made all our mistakes in that band you know but yeah. we learned a lot and we had some success yeah. and uh you know it just didn't work out we were all ready to do new things and um that's just what happens with bands you know right. so uh, so anyhow, uh, me, the drummer, and the bass player formed Miller Holler, and I I moved over from lead guitar to lead vocal, and so now we do like dueling lead guitars, which is really fun. 
um got a really cool like southern rock thing on our live shows you know a lot of southern rock a lot, a lot of rock and roll mixed in with the country um but that's kind of what we're steeped in man we just we love to rock okay. there's there's just i mean just a high energy show you know right. no matter what, what kind of music we're playing and, and my hat's off to you because there's a lot of bands nowadays and i won't even say bands like there's a lot of singers nowadays who use all the filters online to sound like a million bucks. But until you have sweated, bled, and sung when you were broke in a bar, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, and that's where, you know, TikTok is kind of unique for us. I see a lot of people on TikTok that have never played a show and, you know, they they can write a catchy tune or they're doing cover tunes and you know, they're cute kid or whatever, and people, they blow up. Right. Yeah. But That's... then they get on stage, and they, you know, it looks like they've never been on stage before because they haven't. Like, yep. we, ha we have literally played thousands of shows, some of our guys all over the world, you know, and we're well-traveled. We got a lot of miles under our belt, and I saw all these kids blowing up on TikTok, and I'm like, man, we ain't doing that, you know, I'm, we're, we're not teenagers. We're not going to get on there and shake our butts, whatever, you know, right. we're, we felt like we're above this at some level. And I kind of just had to put my pride aside and say, Hey, it's working for these kids. We have a, a polished product that we've been working on for years, you know, over a decade <clears throat> uh, professionally. I mean, I played my first professional show getting paid when I was 13 years old. So I'm 33 now. So you, you do the math, you know, 20 years yeah. of playing, playing live gigs. So now it's like, Hey, I figured out the TikTok thing. I, I had a couple buddies sit me down and say, Hey, it's not about just getting online anymore and saying, go listen to my single. Right. You know, people want to hear a story. They want to know where you've been. They want to know what you're about. Mm -hmm. I agree. And that's where, yeah, our most successful video was talking about Shania Twain, you know, busting our balls on national TV and, <laughs> Then uh, my our second biggest video is a video of me talking about how I beat up a bully in high school who was picking on some mentally handicapped kids. Yeah, and I watched that I too. Like, <laughs> and and people they they love that they relate to that. They're like, all right, man, like, man, like, yeah, exactly. And like, I love your TikTok for that simple reason of like, I get to know you. Like, you're somebody that I would have probably hung out in high school with. And we kind of have the same beliefs, and that makes me draw into your music even more. Man, and uh, I appreciate you saying that because that is literally, you know, how it has been explained to me, you know, how to be successful is just be authentic. Tell people, you know, find people with similar values and similar belief systems, and, you know, that, that's that's really been successful for us, and it's been great because it's totally organic. <laughs> It's totally free. I, I'm not out here putting thousands of dollars behind marketing that doesn't work. Right. You know, going to the wrong people. I'm just out here talking, speaking my mind. And some people are jiving with it. Some people aren't. And, and you know, I tell the people that aren't, it's a big internet out there. You don't have to watch me. Right. Go on. That's what we talk yeah. about every week. Like there are a few <laughs> artists that I'm not, I'm not big on. And, but I don't like to, uh, you know, cut anybody down. You know, there's one artist in particular that just happens, just so happened to win a few awards, a, a couple of awards at the last award show. And 
he's always been the one artist that I just I don't know for whatever reason I I I I just don't care for him. I think it's just because you know, yeah yeah uh, the talent's not really there. But I I root for everybody to succeed, and that's one of the you know authenticity in country music is a rarity. Like you don't have a lot of artists who are actually sharing their true feelings, their you know, true beliefs. They're doing whatever the strings tell them to do, you know, like right. the, the, yeah. yeah. Write something sexy, write something catchy, write yeah. something about a girl. Right. Make I get sure it. Like, that you, uh, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> do something really nice for this you know, community that probably doesn't listen to your music anyway, yeah. but include them. All right. Oh and my God. I'm okay with, I'm good with everybody doing what they want to do if it makes them happy, as long as it's not hurting anybody else. I don't care what anybody is. Like, it that, it doesn't bother me at all. But just for no reason, you know, shoving it on stage and just nonstop. And, I, I mean, I don't understand it really, but it, well, as long yeah, as it's not man, hurting I mean, anybody, I'm good with it. But it's just a much, it's a little bit much. <laughs> well and it's like you know on some of that stuff it's like know your audience yeah um, exactly we uh we always you know my guys in the band they're pretty they don't really get into politics much and and right. they listen to what alice cooper said which was you know something along the lines of musicians shouldn't be politicians and right. you know i I always tell people, hey, man, we're just the courtyard jesters, okay? Yeah. We don't know anything more than anybody else. We're just here trying to make you guys smile. That's right. You know? there you Entertainment. Go. So, and, uh, yeah, and you ahead. know, we try and do that. And there's a way that you could say, hey, this is what we're down with and this is what we're not. And, and TikTok's a great platform for that, mm -hmm. you know? I'm not going to get on stage in, in an audience that might be a mixed beliefs audience. You know, they just want to hear music. That's the common factor. That's right. the universal language. Um, I'm not going to get on stage and talk about that, but TikTok, shoot, man, that's my space. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's, you know, your that's place where to we be you. Yeah. Any of that. Exactly. And that's where you find people that, you know, like I said, they got similar values. And mm -hmm. then, you know, if they want to listen to the music, cool. And if they just want to hang out with us on TikTok, that's cool as well. Um, yeah, so that was my ultimate point. I was going to say, like, he's not my cup of tea. I'm talking about, you know, Cole Swindell. I might as well say it because I've said it on every other episode. But <laughs> right. yeah, Cole Swindell, I just like he's got a fan base, and I'm happy for him. I hope he gets everything that he wants in life because he's not taking it from me if he gets it. You know, like he's just getting it, and that's fine. That's right? There's but, plenty of success to go around. Yeah, it, he's not my cup of tea, but there are plenty of other people who like that kind of tea. Yeah, and just like Absolutely. I like certain people that you know. I'm sure, you know, those people, I mean, I don't like, it's just, there are a ton of styles of music out there, not just, you know, country music, but there are you know, tons of styles. And, uh, you said West Virginia. Oh, absolutely. Are you from West Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm from Virginia. I'm from Virginia originally. Okay. And then, uh, I went to school up at West Virginia. Mm -hmm. I say I went to school. I was I was enrolled in right, right. classes. <laughs> right. Oh, are you by are chance you? from uh, Washington, Virginia? <laughs> For uh, some no, reason, I'm, we have like an influx of people yeah. from Washington, Virginia, who listen to our show. 
Yeah, and really? we haven't figured yeah. out who it is. We, we have no idea, like, how they heard of us. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. It's, it's, I mean, it's cool. I it's have, really cool, but. It's, it's crazy how that happens. This yeah, man yeah. Does. The internet has ways of, of putting you places. Like, our biggest fan base on TikTok is, like, Dallas and then Chicago. And I'm like, wow. We mm-hmm. haven't played. We haven't played in either of those markets as Miller Holler, so it's like you know That's they wild. just I don't know I, it's wild. But uh, I'm actually from Roanoke, Virginia, or right outside Roanoke in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and right there off the Appalachian Trail and all that, man. So it's uh, the first incorporated city in the United States, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if it is. I should know. That's um, where the Pilgrims landed, wasn't it? I'm not for but, sure. Uh, That's where they settled. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of a history buff, and I'm the oldest person, you know, talking on these lines. Yeah, right yeah. he's a little old. <laughs> I just turned hey, 40 I, two I weeks ago. I, I love history because yeah. But the older we get, and the more we know with the internet, it's like, well, how many of those facts were skewed? Right, <laughs> right. exactly. And on so, this show, facts are optional. It's just yeah. <laughs> so, um, so how did the reality show come about? Um, so that was back when we were actually in a dares run and one of our buddies in the industry came up to us and said, Hey, I'm working with this artist. He has the opportunity to do this show, but they said he needs to block off like a month, six weeks worth of time. And it's in the summer and he can't do that with the show schedule. He said, do you guys want to audition for this show? We're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, we got nothing to lose. Um, we're, we're young guys at the time, maybe 27, 28 years old, whatever. <laughs> and uh, so we auditioned, and it was great. We, you know, we got a second – we got a callback, so we got to go audition again, and, uh, you know, we got the gig. So for six – like, uh, yeah, about six months before filming, we're just getting in shape. We're working out. We're eating right. I mean, dude, I cut from, like, 230 pounds down to about 198. Wow. was my life yeah and i hadn't i hadn't been that light since i was in 10th grade you know yeah, yeah. and uh but but i had the motivation of i said man i'm gonna be on tv and i'm not gonna be fat on tv i'm not gonna have man boobs on tv that was my goal <laughs> right yeah. right so you know i want to make my mama proud and look good and, and handsome for her so yeah <laughs> uh you know and we're doing all that man i mean getting our stuff together we knew what song we were gonna do they chose dust on the bottle for us for some reason or another um you know it was it was a really fun time but shoot as soon as we got on stage during the actual filming the actual competition we were the first band and shania just laid into us she's like oh that wasn't authentic i just didn't buy it and i'm like we're just standing there we got our parents in the audience Mm. we got i got my you know wife who she was my girlfriend at the time and i mean we're just like oh shot to the heart man you know i spent the better part of the 90s wishing shania twain would lay into me but in a total different way (laughs) 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 but i mean that that's gotta be disheartening when you're when you're on the show (laughs) but at the same time it should give you confidence to know that you had, you know, that factor in order to be able to get on the show to begin with. Right. And that was, and that was cool, man. You know, we were so grateful just being able to be on the show. We had already felt like we won, you know, we're like, man, this is awesome. You know, and 
and we had a good attitude about it going in, you know, after we were upset, you know, obviously. And yeah. it, uh, it definitely affected us, but, Oh, hold on. I got a diesel truck coming by my house. <laughs> You're good. We deal with that too. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have a train. Yeah. Go by. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're sitting on my front porch about 11 o'clock in the morning, you'll hear a train across the street. Yep. Yep. Runs right along the river. We're right off to Cumberland here. I see. So now, um, if you would relate your sound, are, are you kind of like Skinner in the beginning when you talk about Southern Rock? Man, you know, we're, uh, we're actually writing a lot more stuff that sounds in that vein we're huge skinnered fans you know blackfoot molly hatchet allman brothers stevie ray marshall tucker all those dudes from back in the day mm-hmm. those are our major influences on us and you know obviously country is as well i mean my first cd or not cd but cassette tape when i was a kid was alabama yeah. you know amen mm-hmm. if you want to play in texas you gotta have a fiddle in the band i mean I was on that dude, three years old. As soon as I could say words, I was, I was singing Alabama songs. And dad, my dad was a guitar player, and he would always play "Chasing That Neon Rainbow," you know. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I we grew up with country, but our generation, you know, I was born in '89. We grew up with so much music. It's not like back in the day where, I mean, I mean, every day the music selection gets more and more so you have so many influences yeah. to pull from yes um and that's what's really cool but yeah like the first miller holler stuff that we released um we did thrive which is kind of really southern rock rock and roll uh song about the end of the world and kicking butt and being able to survive uh <laughs> that's probably I, my I like favorite that song. idea mm-hmm. yeah Cause I'm always oh. praying that something like that'll happen. I know that's awful for me because I have children, <laughs> but like I want to try out my survival instincts. Right. You know? <laughs> I, hey, I haven't been buying all this rice and beans for nothing, you know, yeah. and bullets. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see who pans out, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be a little crowded anyway. in the south still. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. south's gonna be crowded still. The noise would be a be little. Doing all right. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So, <laughs> this single that you but, guys uh, are are trying to push now, "Don't Sell the Farm." Could you? Yeah, tell- so "Don't Sell the Farm." Yeah, how so, did that uh, come about? So, man, like I said, we've toured all over the country for the last really fifteen years extensively, and uh, and a lot of people don't realize this, but most of the country is cornfields. Mm-hmm. So we get to talk into these farmers and, and these folks that live in these farm communities. And, you know, you hear about their life. Cause we'd always drive through these places and go, what the heck do people do out here? <laughs> I mean, it's like a house and then you drive two miles and then it's another house. It's like, yeah. you know, what would it be like being a kid growing up here? So you get to hear those stories. Yeah. And then you talk to these farmers, what's it like to work this much land? How long have you been doing this? They're like, man, farming's all I know we've been doing it since farming was a thing in America, you know, whatever. And, uh, and you hear about their struggles and they all have pretty much the same, the same set of struggles. It's uh, government stipulations, mm-hmm. cost, cost of diesel, cost of fertilizer. And then the price that they sell their product for at the market is, you know, it, their product is worth less. Yeah. 
And now with our dollar being worth less, inflation's more. I mean, they're just getting hit in every direction. And <clears throat> these are the people that grow our food. Right. So regardless of what political party you identify with or what gender or what beer you drink or yeah. whatever, <laughs> yeah. the, you eat food mm-hmm. and we all need food. And it seems like, you know, the government doesn't want these guys to succeed. Uh, we got BlackRock coming in trying to say, hey, I'll buy up all your, your land and we'll put a subdivision here. Yeah. You know, right. Because mm-hmm. they're putting in a microchip plant down the down the road. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and, and these guys, what's their... <clears throat> I can't say that I would be a strong enough man to sit there and say, I'm going to turn another crop with an offer that I might have on the table. You know, right. hey, you show me $10 million for my farm and you're never going to see me again. I'm going to be on a beach somewhere on an island that I probably bought. Yeah. And, you know and, what I mean? and, you know, we just covered that situation not long ago because I'm in a home that my grandparents bought in 1965. And my goal is to keep it till mm. I'm 2065. And Jordan said the same thing. I was going to ask you if you're going to yeah. try to sell that Sony Yellowstone. Yeah, because you could. I'm sitting there watching the <laughs> yeah, video and it is insane. Yeah. I mean, whoever did the video is is wild. Mm -hmm. I had some buddies of mine in Nashville, Styles Hari. Uh, Styles just wrote uh, Country On for Luke Bryan, went number one. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's been a good buddy of mine for a long time, but he had a music video. I said, who did your video? And he turns me on to this guy who was his bass player at the time. And... uh, He's like, yeah, this guy's working on, like, horror movies and, like, movies for Lifetime and all kinds of stuff, like, real production, right? right. <laughs> I said, all right, well, I, I just need something simple, you know? And it just turned into this thing and snowballed, man, and the pride that these guys took in filming. I mean, it was, like, probably eight or nine guys on set when yeah. we filmed, and uh, they're, like, all, you know, they're nerding out about the equipment. Man, this is the same lens that they use. Uh, the shining you know we, we had it at the film house and i'm like dude that's awesome you know like they're just, right. they're fully invested which which is what you want in right. somebody that's working on your project it's extremely somebody high quality somebody who's going to take as much pride in their product as you are in yours so yeah. man we just jived perfectly and with just i mean could have thought it's so moving the interviews from these farmers that we had these were a lot of local guys here in uh carthage tennessee right down the road from nashville you're not too and, far from us actually in carthage <laughs> where are you guys at uh, cave city kentucky oh okay yeah yeah i grew up in a little little community called uh mud lick kentucky <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know if you used to watch wrestling back in the day, but you know Hillbilly Jim used to say he was from Mud Lake. He's he wasn't, but I know him. But he wasn't from yeah, Mud Lake. He's actually just from Bowling <laughs> Green. But <laughs> hey, it doesn't get any any more country than that. No. <laughs> well, my wife's from uh, Knob Lake, and uh, <laughs> when we first started talking, right. she told me she was a Knob Licker and a, a false advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, when they say I do, that means I don't do that anymore. Yeah, so. yes, right. yes. I will second that. <laughs> uh, I forget who said that. It might have been Ron White. Yeah. yeah I think so. <laughs> so. So do you guys have any Kentucky dates coming up? 
Man, we don't. We actually just played up in Kentucky. Um, New Ridge or Dry Ridge, maybe? Dry Ridge. Dry Ridge. Yeah, uh, cool little joint out there, but we're trying to get back up there for sure. Um, Lexington's been a spot for mm-hmm. us. Uh, Louisville, yeah, we, we did Louisville not too long ago. Um, so, yeah, we're up in Kentucky a little bit. We travel through there a lot. We do a lot of Illinois, like I said, Midwest dates. Oh, yeah. Um, so those are big for us, man. That's that's our people out there, just good salt-of-the-earth folks. And yeah. Kentucky's about the same way. For sure. There's not much difference in a lot of these states, you know. Like, I am very proud to be from Kentucky, and it's – I'll say Kentucky's better than the rest of them, but I really do think <laughs> it's true. But, I mean, honestly, there's – it's it's real similar. Like, yeah. as far as the people go, um, and you're not going to go wrong with, you know, any – in the Midwest, especially, we're all kind of, you know, faced with the same issues, the same problems. Uh, you know, you're yeah. talking about the uh, you know, farmers. Uh, my uncle, that's what he does. He's a farmer. Uh, he told me, and I've heard it from other people as well, that a successful farmer uh, breaks even at the end of every year. Yeah. Now, when I was growing up, that wasn't like that. A successful farmer was making jack. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they were making a ton of money. It doesn't happen yeah. anymore because all the costs have went way up, skyrocket, and all the prices of the commodities have all went down. So they're not getting near as much, but they're having to pay me a triple what they used to. So that's what I'm saying, man. And and I, and I saw that problem and, you know, you mentioned Yellowstone. I'd love to get the song on Yellowstone, but that, that kind of was some inspiration when I was writing the song and, and, you know, I'm a huge Yellowstone fan. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I was like, man, these guys are trying to get their land taken too. Like, okay, this is the common kind of theme. And, mm-hmm. and, um, there's some, there's some boys up in moments, Illinois, the Zellhart brothers, and we play on their farm and, uh, they're just great dudes, man. You know, they're, they're maybe in their fifties or sixties and they work a ton of land and just hearing their story, and just, you know, the family values that's been in their family forever. Their their dad, you know, they got they're showing us pictures on their wall in the shop next to these huge freaking combines, right? Like million dollar combines. And they're showing pictures of their dad on an old Ford tractor, you know, pulling like a four blade till. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is what we started out with, working all this land. They're like, Can you imagine? Jeez. And now they got stuff that you can run it off your dang laptop sitting on your couch and this thing will drive itself. You know? That's oh, wow. insane. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that was the change in their lifetime. Yeah. You know, they have seen it come so far. So the stories these dudes have and you just get there to sit there and listen to them and it's it just breaks our heart you know just folks that are have been living this good so selflessly i call them the offensive line of america you know they they do so much work and they get no credit and (laughs) and to see them struggling and just fighting these battles dude i mean what can we do to raise this awareness what can we do to change this and 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 give a little more incentive to the, the people that are taking care of us because it's just it's it's mm-hmm. for right now. I'll say I agree with that. You know, that's what I liked about you writing that song about you know 
you know, that topic because ultimately it is important. It's something that I, mean, I think everybody around here knows a farmer who's you know struggling with something yes. like that. You know, it's, and it's, it's something that a lot of people like you know, inner city don't know anything about and they probably still won't. It's but, stuff just shows up on the shelf. That's right, why they can right. add <laughs> semi trucks or polluting the earth. And it's like, how do you think your stuff gets there? Exactly. What do you think? It just imagine you touch mm-hmm. everything you buy came on a semi truck so I, I, it's like you know mm-hmm. so these guys are just getting killed man i mean yeah. you you talk about if you want to start talking about government regulations get into the laws. <laughs> yeah. so to you know switch gears a little bit i got a couple of you know i guess just regular questions you can you can answer them however you want like Let's say yeah, somebody called you and they're going to do a huge all day concert, right? Yeah. They're going to hire four, you know, singers or you know, slash bands. You're one of them and you get to pick the other three. Who would you choose? Right off the top of my head, Blackberry Smoke, yeah. ZZ Top, and Skinner in whatever form Skinner is in right now. <laughs> okay. They don't have the original members but they're one of my buddies plays guitar for them we're both endorsed by prs okay. and i don't i don't care i'll go see skinner every damn day yes. i don't care i love skinner yeah I, yeah that's that's kind of you know yeah cool. same here that's church for us <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. for <laughs> but sure. i mean yeah i mean that that would just if i had to pick three other bands that i had to go listen to all day mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a bad lineup for me no i, I can't i can't disagree <laughs> <laughs> yeah that if if you ever see me on that lineup just know in my mind i've made it yeah. all right <laughs> yeah well okay um let's see so of all time country music who's your mount rushmore country music man that's i'm a huge alan jackson fan okay. i mean he was the first country guy i saw live in concert and i wore his records out i mean i i listened to a lot of alan jackson so you know like i said i got that connection my dad would always play chasing that neon rainbow Mm -hmm. and (laughs) when i was just i mean the littlest of kids is one of the earliest memories i can remember him playing you know and uh so yeah i'm i i'd go with alan jackson he's a good old boy and he's got uh he's got a ton of great songs so oh yeah you can't go wrong with alan jackson as far as country music goes, but man, there's so many great, there's so many greats, you know, how could you put one, a finger on? I mean, you got George Strait, obviously he's the king. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong listening to George Strait. Garth Brooks um, is amazing. I mean, there's so many just legends. Then you got, I mean, uh, uh, let's talk about the outlaws. I mean, Willie, Merle, Johnny Cash, you mm-hmm. know, Waylon. <laughs> I yeah. mean, dude, there's so many. I'll tell you what I've been listening to lately is Paul Cawthon. I don't know if y'all listen to any Paul Coffin. Uh, I don't think I've heard him. Man, he's he does like a funky country. He sounds like if uh, Elvis and Johnny Cash and Merle Haggard had a baby. Like wow. he's got this just deep, wow. sultry voice, you know. And it's it's so cool because the songs are funky, the music's hmm. cool, but it's still country enough. Like it's really neat. Uh, our guitar player is actually playing on some tracks for him and. He just had a write up in the Rolling Stone not too long ago. So it's uh, oh, cool. 
Yeah, Paul Paul Coffin. If you can get a hold of him, we just saw him live and it was fantastic. Oh yeah, okay. uh, check him cool. out. Yeah, we just did yeah. an episode on uh, uh, Josh Quimbley. Uh, Quimby or yeah, yeah Quimby. Quimby. Yeah, I don't know if you. And he kind of sounds like Coulter Wall just a tad. Yeah, like oh, a little man, bit. I love Coulter yeah. Wall. Yeah, yeah. Coulter Wall's voice for him to be so young, it's so polished, as deep as it is. Like it's extremely hard to do that, and he controls it in a way that you don't see very often in a deep voice. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and yeah, for as young as he is, man, I mean, I think he was like 21 when he came on the scene mm-hmm. or something like that. I <laughs> that's, mean, that's wild. Dude, to think about it. I mean, I don't know if you remember when you were 21, but when I was 21, I was an idiot. I don't, uh, remember, I, I don't remember much of my, me too. my, my year. Of yeah. I, I thought I was ready for the big stage. You know, we thought we were ready for the big stage. We've been at it for two years or so at that point. And, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. where's back. the tour bus? Where's the yeah, record we, deal? Yeah. We were green, man. I mean, oh, yeah. so green. But, yeah, that's the attitude you have. You think you're going to move to Nashville and become mm-hmm. a star. And for some guys, it works out, man. But so, that's that's rare. Culture Wall, he is just awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was listening to Joe Rogan was talking about uh, him actually on a podcast I was listening to today. And he's like, man, some of his songs, you know, you think this guy was reincarnated from somebody in the <laughs> yeah. wild West or something. I like, think I heard that interview and he was just, you know, you know, he's tried to get him on the show, but he says he doesn't do podcasts because in the, uh, <laughs> in the summertime he's, he's working on a ranch and yeah. then in the wintertime, yeah, he tours. Real deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild to me. But yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's cool, and I love the fact that there are so many different characters in country music. It kind of, well, I mean, in music in general, like you know, here in Kentucky, we're huge yeah, Tyler Childers, you know, fans, and he's gigantic now. Uh, Sturgill Simpson's, he's he's not really you know released anything in a while, but he's still huge. Yeah, yeah, we got Stapleton. We got some talented folks here in yes. Kentucky, and absolutely, we're we're extremely proud of them. I mean, I know I am. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it, like it's exciting, but I love to know that any you know other states. Um, I love to know uh, Miller Holler is that they're playing yeah you know, good music and they're creating good music, right? Not the fabricated right. stuff that you hear all the time on country radio. Not the stuff about you know, just red solo cup. Yeah, well, yeah. That, yeah, stuff like that drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I I appreciate that, you know. And you know, we've we've got a few songs that are made for radio. That's mm-hmm. how you you know you get a little traction. But I always try and get outside the mold a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, I try not to write a heartbreak song. I feel like there's so many heartbreak there songs. Is. And, there is. You know. I I know this is not a popular opinion this these days, but I'm a happily married dude. I like my my mm-hmm. marriage. I like what's going on. You know, I praise my woman in my songs, yeah. and it's you know I I talk about it's it's good. Um, you know, I know a lot of dudes are like, God, I can't wait to get on the road and get away from that bitch. It's like <laughs> sounds like you made a sounds like you made a horrible choice, dude. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. You yeah. bet half of your stuff on a chick you don't even like. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> I've yeah, not heard like, it quite put like that, but it is true. It is very true. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I mean, sorry you screwed up, dude. But like, yeah. you know, I tell people that's why I don't drink too much because I, I like my marriage and I don't like jail. Yeah, that's right. right. 
Amen. Like, yeah, you, know, you said uh, you don't write heartache songs. And know, I like I, that. But yeah. I think the reason there are so many heartache songs is because there's so much heartache. Like, yeah. There there's, it is, man. Everybody's and, and experienced I, it. And some people just cons- you know, consistently experience it. That's all I get is heartache. Now, sometimes and, they bring it on themselves, but still. <laughs> well, and you know what, dude? I used to be one of those folks. Uh, I, I experienced heartache, you know, up until I met my wife. And uh, and even then, I tried to screw that up. But oh, yeah. I, looking back on my past failed relationships, you know, when you get out of a relationship, it's always that person. It's always that person. You don't look at what you were doing. And right. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and I've been pretty, you know, introspective in my you know, early thirties now looking back on my twenties and even mm-hmm. teens and just looking at things that I did or said or treated people. And I'm like, God, dude, I wish I could just go punch me. A hundred percent. Same. I did the uh, same thing. Yeah. Too. You know? And so I, I try not to live in that world. I do write some of those songs, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would have the gumption to put it out. I think there's, you know, I, I love those songs. Some of those songs as well too. Don't get me wrong. I love a sad song. Oh yeah. Um, Sometimes that just hits you in a way that that nothing else will. And there's that's the thing about music, dude. There's a song for every yes, mood, every is. situation, and and that's the beautiful thing about it. Um, so I ain't hating on it. It's right, just right. for me, like you know, <laughs> I've done a lot of self reflection and re- self rehabilitation. I'm like, I don't need to be slipping back into this, man. If I start writing about it, I'll start living it. Dude. Amen. That's, kind of, that's the kind <laughs> that, of dude that, I that's am. Right. Man. I, that's true. I yeah. my you ask my parents they always told me you're monkey see monkey do mm-hmm. and uh and so you know i i like to just keep a good rock and roll attitude man we're writing a lot of great songs about partying and having a good time being on the road you know and uh celebrating and life yeah. yeah yeah man it's fun i actually got one song that i really do like it's called problem and it's about uh it's actually about those people who, uh, you know, nothing's their fault, right. but everything's falling apart around them. Mm-hmm. And, and I wrote that. That's actually a ref- reflection of self of mm-hmm. me in my 20s, you know. Yeah. And it's like, God, I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't get out of my own way. And yeah. uh, it's like, man, you know, it's it's amazing what you're capable of when you're not drunk all the time. Uh, yeah. So. It's, it's amazing <laughs> what you discover about yourself. When you yeah. finally pull your head out of your ass. Yes. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm so grateful. If I mm-hmm. have any privilege at all, it's that I realized I was screwing up my life and I and I was capable of better things. So I'm just trying to I'll never I'll never do it, but I'm just trying to use my potential, man. Oh yeah. Amen to that. That is awesome. Um so uh, yeah, it's getting late. So I have one more question that I ask everybody we interview. It's been a while since I've got to ask it, so hopefully I don't I don't forget all the parts of it. But um, okay, if you want to close your eyes, you can. You don't have to. Well, but you forgot about the shower question. Oh well, that was a part of the rapid fire. I didn't do the rapid fire. Do you pee in the shower? Absolutely. Just okay. took a shower. Okay. Just pee. Okay. So right, we got that out I of the way. After I yeah. turn the water off. <laughs> I asked uh, Craig Campbell that and. He, he didn't think it was funny. He did not think it was funny. <laughs> Even though, like, his TikToks are so comical. I know. He was like, not funny with us. <laughs> yeah. We, we totally oh misread God. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I, 
I, I did something similar to that with Daryl Worley. Uh, we, we made friends with his drummer and, and kind of made friends with Daryl when we first got to town. And uh, we were backstage at one of his shows. And I don't know if y'all know, Daryl did some Playboy shoots back in the 90s. Yeah. Or yeah. Playgirl, rather. Mm-hmm. And he he's on the cover kind of doing a Burt Reynolds thing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so we're backstage about to take a picture. And I go, hey, DW, I go, will you do the Playgirl pose? And he goes... Ha ha! How about F you? He didn't say F. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he did not think it was funny. And uh, probably not the first time he'd heard it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was probably tired of that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Ago, so, oh, but fantastic. you know, once again, green is the dang cucumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, okay. What was the last question? Sorry. Okay. I, I, no, you're good. You're good. So, all right. Imagine. You're walking down an empty highway. There are no cars, there are no people. To your left and your right are empty fields. You can see miles in the distance. You walk a little further, you look up to the right into the field, and through the grass, you see two people standing there. One's God, and one's the devil. Yeah, and the God, you know, you know, God asked you to sing one song to save your soul, and it doesn't have to be a gospel song, just one song that you will sing with all the emotion in your entire being. A song that allows you know them to feel everything that you have inside of you in that song. What song are you singing to save your soul? Mm, man, you know, there's a song that that just comes to mind if I'm thinking about looking at God and the devil's right there too. Um, the song got played at my granddad's funeral. I was about 13 years old. And it was the first time I really got familiarized with it or that it hit me in that way that I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm close to I'm close to God right now. Like we're, we're feeling something. So I learned this song and it's go, go rest high on that mountain by Vince Gill. Oh, yeah. it's a great and song. when I, when I play that song, just sitting in my living room by myself, you know, during the day, whenever, mm-hmm. if I play that song, so many in mind, you know, so many connections of people that I've lost or people that I love now that I think about losing and, but I think they're going to rest high on that mountain. You know, that's kind of the silver lining. It brings a tear to my eye just just singing it. So I, I put a lot of emotion into that song. It means a lot to me. Uh, I think I, it is kind of gospel-esque. Yeah. Uh, it's written off of that kind of amazing grace, uh, you know, progression, uh, if you listen to it. But mm-hmm. I think, man, I will lay that out there. And say, you know, God, I hope this was good enough, man. Because <laughs> yeah. if I'm looking at God and the devil, I'm, I'm probably on my way somewhere. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a. You know, I mean, there is no wrong right. answer. You could have, you know, saying, you know, um, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah. If if that's what yeah. you're gonna put all the emotion into, but yeah. I love the song that you chose because it is a beautiful song and it is a song that you can put everything you have into it. Yeah, and nobody's Man. chose that yet. No, no, that's the first that time we've heard awesome that. Yeah. Pick. 
Well, it was either that or highway to hell. So I, uh, <laughs> it was a 50-50 shot. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, you know we I, we I, we live a little bit of both, man. You yeah. know, so oh yeah, for sure. We're, we're we're no saints, but we're doing the best we can. We're like my boys say. They always I say, boys, we ought to take it easy. Maybe you know, not party as hard anymore. And they go, ah, oh, man, we're still working on our testimony. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true, hundred percent. <laughs> hey man we appreciate it yeah and it, yeah are, are you cool with us uh closing out the show when we play don't sell the farm yeah absolutely okay. man i'd appreciate right. that that'd be cool. awesome cool yeah good deal well thank you so much yeah, and we folks appreciate y'all it. go check out miller holler and you guys have an awesome website looks like uh you got the tiktok going everything that somebody needs to find you and follow you yeah man uh just miller holler everywhere you search if you just want to google it that'll kind of take you everywhere we're the only ones guys i really appreciate y'all giving us this platform and just letting us tell our story on here a little bit and you know having us having me on thank you very much yeah uh, welcome back you know later on we'll check in with you see how things are going if there's something else you want to you want to promote just let us know I will. We got some exciting stuff coming up with Moon Pie, so I'll, I'll give you a ring when that comes to fruition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what's the story on that? We can't let you go without finding right, that out. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, real quick. So, uh, I, my father-in-law actually used to work for Kroger. He retired last year, a couple years ago, and he, uh, you know, he used to distribute Moon Pies. He was one of the regional guys, and he worked closely with Moon Pie people, putting those in Kroger stores. So, anyhow. I released the music video. Nobody champions me harder than my parents and my, my father-in-law and, and mother-in-law. So he just sent the video to everybody in his phone. Mm-hmm. And one of the Moon Pie folks saw it, and they were like, Jim, this is awesome. They were like, we got to we gotta hook this guy up. We're do, we do a songwriter's round at the listening room, and we'll put this we'll put him on a box of Moon Pies. And <laughs> wow. Like, That's dude. awesome. So, yeah, it was one of those kind of it's not what you know, it's who you know things. Yeah, and yeah. absolutely. I yeah, hey, I am never too proud to take a break because in this business you got to take them when you can get them. They're few and far between. And I'm so grateful. So it's uh it's gonna be I think a really cool opportunity for us, and we're gonna try not to screw it up. That's really cool. That is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Cool. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I yeah. totally forgot. He mentioned it earlier about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> well, hey, man. No, we appreciate it again. Good, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And good luck. And keep hey. us posted. I will, guys. And good luck to y'all, man. Keep doing good stuff with the podcast. I'll be listening. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate right. it. See you, yeah, see you Pat. That was awesome. Man, he was really down to earth, man. Yeah. Normal true. dude. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, the TikToks, like we said before. You can really get to know someone, and yeah. that's what draws me in. Right. Like, if I know their personality and they're mm-hmm. real. And, I mean, dude, he's already been in front of Shania, yeah. Travis, Jake Owen, Daryl Worley. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy, he's he's making the right moves. He's got some miles on his tires, yeah. man. Yeah. He's playing the bars. He's doing what you always talk about, you know. And, and it is. And it's people important. listening, like, you can sound like a million dollars on the phone, but it does not matter until you step on that stage. Yeah. Nothing oh, yeah. matters. Nothing. Mm-mm. If you cannot 
do it live and you're going to have off nights you're going to have nights that you don't sound as good as your last one right. but you're only as good as your last performance oh yeah that's true you know? that's what they remember you for so y'all definitely go check out Miller Holler and really you're only as good as your worst performance yeah, well, they'll remember that too. Yeah, that's what you do with Bailey. Me. That's what always, you do with Bailey. Always trying to like as soon me. as you said that, I thought about well, you don't give you don't give Bailey that. that I kinda. don't give him any, <laughs> and I'm ready to oh. arm wrestle him. And if we get it when these moon pie comes out, folks, let us know if you see yeah. Miller Holler on them. Mm-hmm. You know, let me know what the shipping is because that's we'll, cool. We'll set up one in the. Uh, in the studio, a yeah, like a pies. yeah, like a box, just yeah, that'd a, a be display cool. for yeah, our studio, yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see them live. I do too. That'd be yeah, yeah, especially if they're rocking like that. Yeah, we we'll have to talk yeah. to Pat and get some tickets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pull a you. Passes. I'm gonna pull a you. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I have to give a shout out, um, to my grandfather. <clears throat> Today is his 97th uh, birthday. Wow. Yeah. That is very impressive. Nine. Happy birthday. <laughs> wow. 97. Yeah. Happy birthday, Paul. You're not going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to pull out his iPhone no, no, and no, listen no, no, no. to it. No. He's got a cell phone. It's a flip phone. Okay. I think he's used it once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My grandma, she tries to follow the show, but hasn't had much luck. Yeah. 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 Well, Which I'm kind of glad she doesn't sometimes. Yeah. Well, you, know? you let words slip. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm a very passionate person. <laughs> yeah. You are. Especially when it comes to country music. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, folks, we appreciate you. Without you, we would not be able to do this. Thank you, as always. Um, we love you. Remember to like, share, rate, review, follow, tell your friends, everybody. You know the drill. We appreciate it. That's how we can. That's how we're able to continue doing this. Um, we will hit you up next week. Thank you. Stay safe. God bless. Hasta mañana. It's a story about as old as time Cattle selling cheaper and diesels on the rise Can't hardly afford to keep this old deer running If we make it through the year, then we really done something City's creeping closer every day Once they see what all we got, they wanna take it away Granddaddy told me this is gonna happen And we ain't gonna let it happen So we just rise up at the crack This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.